Simon! Yay! We'll go ahead and get started with this morning Team Penske Media Availability joined now by the three drivers of Team Penske. Simon Pagino driving the number 22 Menards Team Penske Chevy for the team. Will Power driving the number 12 Verizon Team Penske Chevy. And Joseph Newgarden this week driving the PPG number two car for the team. Simon, we'll go ahead and start with you since you're our honored guest today. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, you are. You are. I'm I, I am? Okay. Yes, you are. Right. We saw, you're always our honored guest, right? <laughs> Every day. Um, we saw in your, in your post-event quote yesterday that you guys were experimenting with a lot of different things on the car. Is that because of the new venue, or have you felt that something that you've been working on has, has needed to change throughout the weekend? No, no, we're just, um, we're just experimenting. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's basically a new track. Uh, we've been here testing. Uh, first session was interesting because uh, it was quite different to the end of the test. Obviously, it was less grip on the track. So in practice, too, we, we had to try something we wanted to try. It wasn't the right timing with the red tires, but um, we were able to revert back and, and find our... Uh, ducks in a row again so um, I'm very pleased with the car I think we all three of us are pretty pretty happy um, but it's it's you know there's 20 corners so um, uh, you know you just have to put it all together on that one lap with the with the red or, or the black firestone tires and uh, that's the trick part but that's what's fun as well to yesterday fastest in practice well you mentioned that uh, tire wear is going to be really important around this track can you explain that a little bit to us and, and why this particular track seems to to lend itself towards that uh yeah sure um it's uh yeah the degradation here it seems pretty big so far but sometimes that changes once the rubber goes down on the track so um, you know, we'll see how that plays out but i'm hoping there is degradation it helps with the racing and and definitely helps people run different strategies and such, um, creates opportunities, it's good for the fans. Uh, so yeah, we'll see see how it plays out, um, <coughs> get through qualifying first and um, see where we're starting. Joseph Newgarden coming off of a race win at the season opening Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg. Joseph, how important was that for you to, to really kick off this season in the strongest way possible? Well, it was, it was nice, I can tell you that. We've never had I've never personally had a great start to the year at St. Pete. Um, I think our best finish before that was seventh, and that was the year prior. Um, so it's really nice to, you know, get a get a strong start to the season. I, I don't think it's everything. You know, how many times have we seen Dixon, you know, have a strong run at the end and win a championship? And I think for us, um, when we won in 2017, we we had sort of a soft start too. Um, so it's it's not. You know, it's not make or break to start the season strong, but um, it certainly helps. I think if you had a preference, you'd like to have more of a cushion and build a gap and then try and maintain through the end of the year. So, you know, it's only one round. There's a lot more to go, um, you know, and that, that next stop is, is here. So we've got to try and capitalize this weekend and, and just be consistent all, all throughout the year. Questions? Yes. This is like a movie. I'm Magni, ESPN Albuquerque. Uh, Joseph, I know yesterday you alluded that you did find some speed since the uh, spring training. Uh, and it's really for all three of you guys, where have you found this speed and what changes have been made? Well, uh, you know, it's, it's everything, really. you got to put it, put it all together. Um, Chevrolet's, I think, made some progress for us. They're, they're always looking at how we can be better, and I think we've taken a small step on the engine side. Um, on the chassis side, we've we've continued to evolve and, and make that better. 
you know, it seems like people struggled a little more with uh, sort of the quickness of the sessions. You know, when, when you, at the open test, there was a lot of running. You had a lot of time. You could put a lot of laps together, and that's what tightened up the field. Yesterday was a lot more jumbled up, and I think we, we thrived a little better in the, the shortness of the sessions. We were able to quickly get up to speed. Um, so hopefully that carries over to today. You know, people are going to have done their homework again last night. But um, we, to answer your question, we made progress on both sides. The chassis is a little bit better. You know, we've made the car a bit more compliant in some areas. Um, you know, the handling is a bit better in, in low-speed corners that we were looking for. And then I think our engine's a bit better. Uh, a question for you, sir. Track design, Kota, is there anything you can compare to a racetrack in Europe? For me personally, some parts, not everything, but some parts are similar to Mackenzie. Well, um, yeah, I would agree with that, the chicanes. But um, I think, you know, the turn four, five, six complex area is more like Silverstone. Um, there's a lot of similarities to, to Silverstone for sure. Um, then there's uh, the, the trick part here is you have those flowing corners, but you also have airpins. Um, and that doesn't go together with the mechanical setup of the car. So that's what makes it really tricky, uh, but a lot of fun as well. Any other questions? Oh. Uh, it's a question for all of you. I'm just wondering, last year you went to three cars, and I'm wondering, was there an adjustment period in the team, and, and, and now this year are you kind of running on all cylinders, and are things really working really well with just three instead of four? Oh. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean... The more cars you have, the more information you have. Sometimes it actually becomes too much information to digest between sessions. So three cars is a pretty good number, um, but you always want more. I mean, more, more information, uh, obviously getting through all that stuff is tough, but yeah. You want a little of all of us? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it, that really had any bearing on how we performed last year, to be honest. Um, like Will said, we'd prefer to have more. It's not. It's never bad to have more quality information, and Elio was was very quality. You know, he was a great great driver. Had always good information. Uh, his engineer that we had always had good information. So it's that added to the program. But you know, reducing that, I don't think we lost anything. Um, I think we struggled more in some areas with the new aero kit, getting the most out of it. And I think we're just making progress with it. And that and that's kind of what you're seeing at the start this year. Simon, you drove at Sebring this past weekend. How much did that help you, you know, prepare for this race? Uh, not, not really. I mean, it's uh, uh, no, the, the, no. There's no, no advantage, no disadvantage. It's uh, you just have to readjust to another car, another sitting position, different buttons on the steering wheel. But car is a car, you know. It's at the end of the day, it's um, it's four wheels and an engine, a steering wheel, and and you just got to extract the best you can out of it. So, to me. Just being in the car every week is good, just just for the the brain. Um, eye end coordinations also, you know, improved with it. But um, for me, it's just good to drive. I just I just love to drive. And sports cars allow me to just drive in race situation, and uh, and that's that's what I love doing. So um, so it was it was good for those reasons. But um, some others don't like to have to readjust. Um, but it certainly didn't didn't cause any problems. Jared. A track like this, there's a lot of wide open flowing corners, turn 9, 19, where the track limits are being pushed. Now, Will had mentioned yesterday that you want track limits there. 
the track was designed, what the rest of you guys think? Hot topic, really hot topic right now. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm, I'm in favor of track limits as well. Uh, track was designed a certain way, certain way. I think there was a reason. Uh, it's a really tough corner when you have track limits. If you don't have track limits, you're running off wide. Um, you're actually facing the guardrail. It's not, it's not as safe, and it's just not, um, not designed that way. It's actually bad on the car as well because you're really bottoming pretty hard. But you know, at the end of the day. The rules are the rules. They tell us where we have to go. We go where, we are, where they tell us to go. So um, it's the same for everybody at the moment. So it's just uh, you got to do the best you can with what you have. Yeah, I think we're cognizant of, of IndyCar's, you know, position with it too. Um, you know, they have some difficulties trying to to give us what, what we want. Um, you know, I think for us, all three of us, we want track limits. It makes it easier in some ways when you don't have track limits. Um, you know, it, it takes away some of the difficulty of having to get that corner right. So, I, you know, we don't like that. And then certainly there's maybe, a, a, you know, other aspects that we, we don't like with it too, such as safety, um, the way you pull into pit. But, you know, right now we just don't have a great solution to police it and, and how we implement that for the way IndyCar puts on a show for a race. You know, they don't like being involved um, too much. They don't want to put penalties out when they don't need to. And they don't want to alter a race result uh, if they can get away with it. And I understand their position. So, uh, essentially, we just need to find a solution coming back. Uh, so, for, for now, this is what we've got. And we'll try and find a solution going forward. Mary? Um, for, for Joseph and, and Simon, uh, what is it about the way Team Penske can get the most out of the red tires? And, and Simon, I remember at Detroit a few years back, I think you were on the pole. You did, like... 22 laps on a set of red tires that you know some people may have had them wear off much earlier and then joseph st pete you did two sets of reds and you did that last stint all the way to the end um and some people said those tires would go off 20 laps or earlier so how how do you guys what is it about that you're set up on the car that you can make them last mm, i don't know i think uh i think at st pete people just weren't brave enough to run the reds um but I think they would have been okay. You know, even even my other teammates didn't run them, but I think they would have been okay on them. Um, and I think a lot of people actually would have been okay on the reds. So, I mean, we've got good cars without a doubt. And, uh, uh, you know, what, what, whatever's in our, our magic uh, setup that allows us to run the reds, we're, gonna, we're gonna definitely not going to tell you. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, we look after them okay. So part of our strategy, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, you know, I guess the team – the team works really hard over the winter to try to understand how the tires work, and uh, it, it's our it's our job basically to extract the best out of the tires. And certainly, it seems like we're easier than other teams on the tires, uh, but it also means that we're not as good on cold tires as they are. So, you know, it's a balance, and the team is doing a really really great job at extracting the best out of the reds in many situations. Um, obviously, Will is a perfect example of extracting the best out of the reds in qualifying for years. Too many? Yeah. Yeah, he's not here. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's certainly uh, one of the strengths of the team. The sec magic recipe, we keep it to ourselves. <laughs> Joseph, you and Simon had some fun prank battles going on last year. I'm curious if there's something going on where Simon never takes off his driver's <laughs> Go ahead. Sadly, Add, no. Add volume. Sadly, no. I mean, I think 
No, I, <laughs> the new su the suit situation is entertaining. I like it. I like seeing it, but I'm not involved in it. You like um, seeing my suit. I like seeing the suit photos. I think they're great. But no, I'm not involved. Back, you should go back to your hotel with your suit on. This could be a new thing. You know, maybe yeah, we start a suit thing. thing, you know? I don't know. But <laughs> we don't have anything up our sleeves yet. Not yet. But, you know, we're pretty creative. There could be something. You know, maybe yeah. we need to think of something. You're pretty creative, so. I understand. You're saying we should create something, so we'll, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. Promise. Let's take our last question from Mark. I might have two. Uh, the first one is going back to turn 19. Um, with the drivers going so far off the track and back on, if another driver stays on the track, on the limits, when you come back on, is, that, is there a blind spot there? Can you see the driver who stayed on the track as you come back onto the track? And might that cause a collision? You actually get penalized if you stay on the track, so you have to make sure to go off. No, I'm just kidding. Is that right? <laughs> that would be very I odd, I though, wouldn't it? Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> Get a uh, I, I, I'll let you take it. I just wanted to make the joke. I, I don't know. I actually, you no, know, you actually we have, I haven't been in that situation, but I can only imagine the only issue would be if someone's going to the pits and actually taking the off-track limits, um, which there isn't any limits, but if you go off-track and come back, you're still going to have to slow down more than usual in the corner, and the guy behind you might not know that. So that could create some issues, but again, well, we have to, we're not, we don't make the rules. We just drive and that's what we're supposed to do. And the second question, last question is, you mentioned tire uh, degradation. Um, is it so bad that we're gonna get a lot of marbles and, and will that hurt passing during the race? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it, it, like all the passing zones, kind of get, it's on the inside anyways, where you need to pass, so. Um, no, I mean, there will be marbles, no question. But uh, uh, I think most of passing here, because the entries are so wide in those hairpins, and people are going to dive, you know, to the inside, and all the marbles get swept outside. I'm sure if you tried to go side by side with someone, you get pushed out, and, um, you yeah, you would lose the position. It, it won't be different than what we've seen at, like, Road America, for instance, you know. So there'll be marbles, but you can race with them. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you.